This is the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I'm so excited for today's episode because we are talking about one of my favorite productivity practices. And the reason why it's one of my favorite is because so much work gets done in so little time. Plus, I don't feel stressed while I'm doing it. It's actually fun. So whether you're preparing for a launch, whether you have just gotten out of a launch, whether you're just, I don't know, you're just tired. You know, a lot of us are tired as we're going into the summer after this full craziness year of 2020 slash 2021 so far. And if you're ready to you know, give yourself a little bit more space, then you're going to want to listen to this. This is not a new practice by any means, but it's one I pull out of my back pocket anytime I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I'm feeling like I'm not really getting the stuff that I need to get done. And that's what I've been feeling. So I will see you on the inside and we will talk all about it. The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world? in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're gonna do each and every week I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode because Every now and then when things go off the rails in life or things get super busy, I come back to little practices, not little, but practices like the one I'm going to share with you today to get me back on track, to get me kind of anchored back into the business. And it actually wipes a lot of space. It brings a lot of space into my day to day. We're talking about batching. (laughs) Yes, batching. If you are creating content, running an online business, creating courses, doing all of the online business owner stuff, betcha heard of batching once or twice. Today, we're actually going to talk about five levels of batching. Oh yeah, we're going deep. We are talking though, in general, batching is about grouping like things to get a specific outcome, to get them done more quickly and to leverage our time a little bit more wisely. And I am really the first, a lot of people think I'm so productive, but the truth is I often slip into the pattern, a very, a not great pattern of doing things like the podcast and the weekly email and all of that, which I know you haven't seen in a couple of weeks because I was doing a challenge last week, but I often slipped into this, okay, I'm going to create the next week's podcast. Okay. And I'm going to do the next week's newsletter and I'm going to work in real time. But the problem with that isn't that you're so bad for doing it, but guess what? Now you have a job. So congratulations. And that's what I kept telling myself. I'm like, I need to be wiser in the way that I'm using my time. So batching allows us to do this. So I'm going to actually 
talk to you through like the main overarching layers. But let me tell you, I'm a breakdown goddess in terms of being able to break down each of those layers into batches in themselves. We will talk about that on another day. But today we're going to talk about the main level of batching your content. And there are different ways that you can do this. But here are my layers, okay? This is and this is going to be specific to someone who has a podcast, but I know that you can apply this even if you have a blog, okay? Or even if you do some other type of content. So layer one is I always choose a few days a month to batch interviews. Even if I do four interviews, like I look at my, even if I'm not going to publish them in one month, that's one month of content right there. So you can do this. If you're someone who wants to start batching more work and have a podcast, a blog, look to others to help you create the content. That's the point here. When you create one or two days of interviews and it's with people who are your peers or people you respect or people you want to learn from, interviews are the easiest way to do that. And it's very, it's like you just show up. If you're on a podcast, you just show up and chat. If they are, if they are, you know, if you're doing like an, a printed interview and not a podcast, same deal. You just have to show up, ask them the questions, and then publish it. And I'm, of course, simplifying it. But having other people bring their content into your world is so amazing. So layer two of my batching process is I choose a few days a month where I'm going to re record short standalone episodes. Now, I want to do a little sidebar and say that this only happens when I'm doing a batching month. Like right now, I'm batching. And the only thing I don't have so far, I don't have any interviews, but I've got enough of the other types of layers of batching to make me happy. So level two or layer two of batching for me always looks like choosing a few days, one or two days during that week of batching where I'm going to record short standalone episodes. I'm recording episodes every single morning this week, and it's been amazing. One day, I even recorded two, but I gave myself the, not out, but I said, you know what? Just record a standalone short thing, go into your closet, second meal goes into school, and get it done. Layer three, you can create a series. So here's another, this is like a simple kind of mindset shift in terms of batching. Batching is often about like the number of like things you can do all together in a short period of time. And it's easier. Like I'm going to record all the intros. I'm going to record all the outros. I'm going to write all the show notes. I'm going to record all the bodies of the episodes. However, you can also batch just by creating a series. This is another trick to batching because you're batching within a batch. And if you choose a theme or a series, it really makes it easier. Kind of feels like you're cheating, as my coach Kate Krakow says. It's true. It makes it easier to knock out the content like this because it all flows into the next. Think about your main offering and four things people should know how to do or understand or change how they're thinking about it in order to prepare them for what that main thing that you sell, that you offer to them. That can be your series. It can be simple. It can be 
it can be a little bit heady, a little bit more high concept, which is kind of what I feel like I'm doing on this one. But I feel like this series that we're currently in is all about really preparing for the summer and doing better work and how are we going to leverage our time, how we're going to stop doing things that really take us off our path. Okay, layer four, I want you to think about cornerstone content you've already created. Stuff that is very specific. So granted, yes, I talk mostly about launches, but I do have one offer that is about how you communicate as you're leading up to the launch. And I have some specific communication related content. So what you can do with that is you can choose to repurpose that by or repurpose it or improve it in some way or share it in another form on your existing blog, on, on social media, whatever whatever it is you do. Maybe it, uh, there was a period of time where I was going through my blog, picking out this kind of content and then recording podcasts for the blog posts. I haven't done that in a while, but I got plenty of material, so I may have to go back and do this. Listen, we all actually, if you've been creating content, you've had a blog, you've been doing social media even, you may have more content than you think you do. So look at the main topics related to your main offering. So go back and look at that cornerstone content, maybe. And look for ways to use that as a series or to release again, perhaps, during the summer or holidays or heck, anytime you want a break. I've also used this And I've seen lots of people do this, by the way, and I actually have done this over the years and I've all I actually am currently using this in a follow up sequence for people who attend one of my webinars, one of my more automated webinars. It's a great way to have an ongoing newsletter, to have something to send people, even if they whether they purchase or not. That's not the point. It's to be able to like immediately be in their inbox and sharing what you've got, because sometimes it does take that repetition of you showing up for someone to be like, oh, right, I watched that webinar. I really like that thing. I think I'm going to join Fearless Launching. That is a very common way people come into the program. So it's a great way also just to have an ongoing newsletter you don't have to worry about putting together. All right. We are on layer five. And this is kind of like the VIP level because I think that if you're able to do this in addition, and you can have someone else do this one, It's utilizing all that cornerstone content, all the series, all the stuff you've been doing and going to the sites where you've kind of distributed everything. And let's say for Spotify, you create a you can create collections and you can actually create playlists, but they're they're really collections of specific content. But you can create podcast playlists and actually link to those. So then it becomes a whole other thing that you can even use in those automated newsletters. Um, But you're helping to curate the content in the order you want people to consume it, right? So Spotify playlists, compilation blog posts, you can use the guides that are in Instagram. You can use Instagram TV snippets with links to the posts. That is up to you. Now in this layer five is also the magic of how batching then can be, all that stuff you've batched can then be used during a launch. So like I said, create playlists in Spotify that you can release as special collections or special episodes. Do the work for people to put it all together. I have all the planning episodes ever. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I need to put them all together in a playlist and share that link in some sort of newsletter coming soon. So stay tuned for that. You can also create a compilation post of your podcast content or, you know, of different blog posts. If, it, if you don't have a podcast or of videos, whatever it is you do, look through your blog. And if you've got even a year's worth of content, you should be able to pull out and kind of like a series of content that's been created, create like that more of a compilation post where you do the work, people can click around from that main post and, and read everything in the order that you want them to read it. You can also create an email series that you can have people opt into. So yes, your podcast, your blog, they're all there. But that doesn't mean you can't have people sign up for it and then deliver them the, the posts and the podcasts and the videos and the content on the schedule you want to deliver it to them. One more thing you could do, and that is use your highlights as playlists on Instagram. Use anything where you can bundle content as a way to curate and teach people. Like, you know, over, let's say, the life of my blog, I've talked about so many different pieces of the process over and over again. But really, I could create a launch planning highlight and put a few of my blog posts in there. I could make stories for my blog posts. Why not? I've got a few links that I found about batching content for social media. So I'm going to put those in the show notes as well. But I want to encourage you because it feels, first of all, it feels amazing. After a week of doing morning recording sessions to know that I have seven weeks of content. And what I may end up doing is extending that another week so that I have 14 because then I'm kind of covered for the summer, which is amazing, right? So think about how you want to batch. So if you want to read the show notes for this, just to get like a little, I guess a little cheat sheet, I will I'll put everything in the blog post for this episode so that you can say, yeah, I'm going to do level one, four, and five. Now, these don't have, by the way, the levels don't have to happen one. You can decide which ones you do. If you don't want to do interviews, you don't have to. But maybe you'll just say, I'm going to do layer two. I'm going to I'm going to do some short blog posts or short posts or short content. I'm going to create a series. I'm going to repurpose some of that cornerstone content. I'm definitely going to create some collections. And think about what you want to do and what works for you. Because any of these utilizes what you've already created, helps you create things in record time. And I don't know, you're just going to be as pumped as I am right now for finishing this week of recording. All right. So have a great rest of your week. And if you haven't already, I want to get to know you. So, so come over to Instagram and say hello. You can follow me at Ann Samoylov and send me a little DM. Let me know you heard this episode. Let me know how you're batching your content. All right. I will talk to you soon. Take care.